0: Hi, everyone. I'm Michael Kugelman, the Senior Associate for South Asia at the Wilson Center. I'm here with Adam Weinstein, a research fellow at the Quincy Institute. And we're here to talk about um, a group, a Pakistani group called Tehreek-e-Labbaik Pakistan, which is a hardline religious political party which has been around for a few years. Um, It uh, has very toxic, nasty views, particularly in terms of what it thinks of religious minorities. It's carried out a number of protests in recent years, including just over the last few days. Uh, It is not afraid to use violence in those protests. Um, And the state has really struggled to deal with it. Um, So I guess my first question, uh, or the question to you, Adam, is, why does this group keep doing what it does? Why, does? why does this deja vu all over again so frequently? The group is back out on the
1: streets uh, now as it has been on a number of occasions over the last few years. So what's going on here? Well, look, back in 2017, when they had their Dharna, which I, I attended briefly, they really saw the power of street power. And they do have grassroots mobilizing capacity. Um, And they have a demographic of Pakistani society that does believe in their hardline views and can be rallied with uh, the defense of the blasphemy laws, uh, etc. And so some people have accused them of essentially being a puppet of the state. I don't think that's true. I think elements of the state at times have harnessed TLP, but TLP is not a puppet of the state. TLP has power of its own. Um, It's a political party, you know, religious political parties in Pakistan don't have to do very well at the polls to have influence. They can dictate from the public square, they can demand resignations, and they can push the mainstream political parties towards more hardline views in order to appease them and prevent these mass protests. But what do you think about how the state has responded to TLP? Yeah, the state's
0: response is really striking. I would describe it as confused, as muddled, and as contradictory. Um, what we've seen over the course of the last few years is, is that the, um, the, the state alternates between a kid gloves approach and a hardline approach. Um, you know, what we've seen just over the last few days, for example, is one... Uh, senior official, uh, the Pakistani information minister, said that TLP is a militant group and we're going to do everything we can to ensure it doesn't threaten the state, including using military force. But then the very next day, the Pakistani interior minister came out taking a very different position. He described the TLP as our brothers. He said, let's talk things over. Please go home. Don't cause any disturbances. We'll work things out. So two very different positions, which is not unusual. And I think that you know this contradictory response, this contradictory state response, it says something about the delicate and complex issue of the role of religion in Pakistani politics. The Pakistani state understandably worries about groups that can be violent and that threaten violence against the state. And the, TL, the TLP has done that. This is a group that at one point um, called on its uh, members to attack uh, and even assassinate judges and even soldiers in Pakistan. But... But at the same time, uh, Pakistani officials don't want to act in ways that could be perceived as cracking down on religion, on Islam, because Pakistan is, uh, at the end of the day, a very uh, religiously conservative state. So the Pakistani state's in a very difficult spot, and it really is a policy conundrum. And I guess it turn things back over to you, what do you think about how the state has responded? and What do you think sh- should be the proper way for it to address this group that at the end of the day is very dangerous?
1: yeah look they need a consistent response and so far what they've tried to do is ratchet up threats and then they also try to come to a deal and what that essentially does is it is it diminishes the um the power of of making those threats against the group they either need to placate the group or they need to crack down on the group I mean this is a group that has killed Pakistani police officers last week at the same time I think they want to avoid some of the mistakes they made with the siege of La masjid and um you know that and that radicalized a a segment uh, of of the population so they want to avoid that but right now i think what's clear is that uh they can ban tlp as a political party which they already have but it doesn't mean tlp is going away their leader kadim rizvi died and his, his son took the helm and they've proven that they can um they can survive the the death of a charismatic leader. And that's because they have appeal in parts of the Pakistani population. So mm-hmm. I think they just have to be more consistent one way or the other.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that the challenge um, for Pakistan is how to target these, the ideology, the ideas, the views, the narratives that galvanize this group. And as you suggest, um, uh is able to be done in a way that draws a lot of support that is the challenge i mean it's one thing to arrest a lot of tlp leaders which pakistan has done it's one thing to crack down on the group with force which it could well do but indeed it's a lot easier to do that than it is to get at the core grievances and the the roots of this group what actually makes it uh, tick i think that's the big challenge um so uh with that um thank you for joining us i'm michael kugelman from the wilson Center here with Adam Weinstein of the Quincy Institute talking about uh, TLP, a TLP, a group in Pakistan that we all should really be paying a lot of attention to. Thanks for joining us.